Hello, BYWG Tribe. This is Dr. Noah. Here's a quick peek at our supplement, product, and book of the month for April 2020. At the end of the podcast, I will spend a few minutes going into further detail, so we encourage you to listen to the end. The supplement of the month for April is actually our immune system support bundle that includes one bottle of immune boost, one bottle of stress rebalancer, and one bottle of vitamin D3 boost. We are extending our 15% off and free shipping through the month of April. Our book of the month is a frequent guest, Dr. Kelly Ann's Cleanse and Reset. And our product of the month is Magic Spoon. Man, do I love Magic Spoon. It's the world's first low-carb, high-protein, keto-friendly breakfast cereal. All the links, discount codes, and special offers for the product, supplement, and book will be listed in the show notes and iTunes posted on social media in our weekly newsletter and on our website at www.beyondyourwildestgenes.com at the Listen Now tab. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to Beyond Your Wildest Genes podcast. My name is Dr. Noah DeCoyer and I am your co-host. Today our guest is Dr. Will Cole. He happens to be a repeat offender, and if you want to listen to Dr. Cole talk about his journey and thoughts on functional medicine, please go to www.beyondyourwildestgenes.com, click the Listen Now tab, and check out our first interview that was released on May 7th. Good to talk to you again, my friend. Likewise. Thanks for having me back. So I hear what you wrote, and you're releasing a new book. Is Is that the case? That is the case. I'm very excited for everybody to see it. It's coming out August 28th. It's on pre-order now. It's called Ketotarian. It's a plant-based ketogenic sort of food experience for for people to to bring into their lives. Great. So we're going to chat about that today. But let me just do Dr. Cole's bio just to get a feel for who he is. And then we'll get started. Dr. Cole graduated from Southern California University of Health Sciences in Los Angeles, California. He has his postdoctoral education and training in functional medicine and clinical nutrition through the Institute of Functional Medicine and Functional Medicine University. Dr. Cole consults in the Pittsburgh area and phone or webcam consultations for people around the world. He specializes in clinically investigating underlying factors and customizing health programs for chronic conditions such as thyroid issues, autoimmune, hormonal dysfunction, digestive disorders, diabetes, heart disease, and fibromyalgia. Dr. Cole has been featured in numerous times on Pittsburgh News Affiliates, WTAE-TV, KDKA-TV, WPGH-Fox. He is a health writer for international publications such as Mind, Body, Green, and lectures nationally, and now we could say you are an author. Yeah. I write a lot, but it's like all always on like article form, so this is my first go around of putting it you know in in paper all right so let's let's start really simply even though we've had four or five interviews regarding the ketogenic diet before in from your perspective what is the ketogenic diet and what are what are the benefits or the benefits that you see using a, a ketogenic diet yeah so it is um a way to shift the body metabolically from being a sugar burner to a fat burner in the simplest terms. So our body has two different forms of fuel, ways to get energy, and we can get it through sugar and fat and to varying degrees of both of those. Uh, most people in the West are burning sugar for fuel. They're on this sort of blood sugar roller coaster where they go from meal to meal and they have to snack in between 
between meals just to get through the day because they'll get hangry and irritable and low blood sugar and brain fog if they don't. Uh, that is an option. And to varying degrees, whether it's someone's eating the standard American diet or eating a real foods diet that's predominantly carbohydrates and sugars and grains and legumes and starches and that kind of stuff, they're in varying degrees of being in sugar burning mode. Um, and it's akin to like kindling on a fire. It'll uh, give you a flame, it'll, it'll burst of energy, but then you'll have to kind of put more kindling on to maintain that flame, to maintain that burning, uh, that energy, that fuel. Um, the op other option is being in nutritional ketosis, or um, this, that's what a keto or ketogenic diet achieves. It's shifting the body to the, sort of this low burn, slow burning log on a fire which uh, you don't have to refuel as often, it'll maintain longer, and that the body does that naturally when you lower the amount of carbohydrates you are eating and you focus instead on healthy fats for fuel, which from an ancestral health standpoint, humans have, would have eaten that way for most of our existence, and our genetics haven't changed in thousands of years, so it's kind of eating according to our biochemistry and our DNA and uh, our body and naturally because of that our body naturally produces ketones or these sort of molecules for fuel and the main ketone is called beta-hydroxybutyrate and beta-hydroxybutyrate can pass th through the blood-brain barrier and give your brain fuel it can pr pass through the cellular membrane and give actually increase what are what's called mitochondrial biogenesis or increase mitochondrial your cellular energy and it's strongly anti-inflammatory as well and we know inflammation is really a component to just about every health problem we face today so it's a natural way for your body to lower inflammation levels a lot of cool health benefits uh, and that's what a ketogenic diet does now you know Atkins made the ketogenic diet popular, I don't know, what, 20, 25 years ago. But there were some problems and some misunderstanding with this whole process. Uh, what are some of those reoccurring problems uh, that you see with the conventional approach to the ketogenic diet? Yeah, so the Atkins diet was definitely low carb. They didn't really give specifics on uh, moderating protein or hitting certain amounts of, of fat as well. So yes, someone eating uh, an Atkins diet could be in ketosis, but, but it wasn't the, the end-all be-all, wasn't the primary objective of an Atkins diet, which was just basically to lower carbohydrates um, for a time. Um, a ketogenic diet is intentional with actually making that metabolic shift, which wasn't always going to be everybody that was eating an Atkins diet. They may or may have not been in ketosis. But um, f there are a lot of problems with the Atkins diet and a lot of problems with a conventional ketogenic diet. So it's my primary, like what I spend most of my week is seeing patients. So um, I see a lot of people with really good intentions not doing the right thing when it comes to a lower carb diet like Atkins or, or even a low carb paleo diet or um, a ketogenic diet. I think that um, especially in the conventional keto world, they there's this movement within the that that sort of umbrella of the keto world of just eating basically any food as long as it's high fat, low carb. So they end up eating lots of dairy. Um, lots of fatty meats, and they're uh, avoiding vegetables because of their carb content. 
Um, and this can work for a short period of time. I, I don't deny that. And it's certainly better short term than the standard American diet. But long term, um, I, I don't think it's for optimal health. And just because something's high fat, low carb doesn't mean it's ultimately healthy for long term, robust health. Um, so it's really and that's why I, I wrote Ketotarian is sort of this uh, this amalgamation of the best of the keto world and the best of the plant based world and um, kind of marrying it together as this Ketotarian way of eating, which is plant based. Based, um, but still, you get the benefits of ketosis uh, through it. All right. Well, ex- explain to somebody who has like a basic understanding of of the ketogenic diet. Is they're like saying, "How can I possibly eat a high amount or a, a bunch of vegetables every day and still be in ketosis? How, how is that possible?" Mm-hmm. Well, it's really twofold here. Um, there's, there's first of all, the, in the ketotarian. The, there's three different ways of doing a ketotarian way of living. Um, there's vegan ketogenic options, vegetarian ketogenic options, and pescatarian ketogenic options, or what I call vegetarian, basically plant-based but still wild-caught fish and shellfish and that kind of thing. So people can eat all three, and that's what I do, or people can um, just do one based on personal preference or religious or ethical reasons. Um, and that's really another reason why I wrote the book is for everybody in the plant-based world that, again, doing things with good intentions, better than the standard American diet. But I see a lot of pitfalls when it comes to the conventional plant-based way of eating, the a vegan and vegetarian world, uh, is that many of them are uh, carbitarians. You know, they're eating tons of grains to refuel and legumes, and they're sort of on that blood sugar roller coaster, just like our standard American dieter friends. Um, at, to a lesser degree, but there's still many of them still fit, growing in fatigue, their digestion is wrecked, and they're inflamed. Um, so the you don't you can do a plant-based diet in a healthy way, and that's what I tried to get across in ketotarian. I also make the argument or bring the facts in, I should say, of talking about the bioavailability of omega fat and fat-soluble vitamins and other reasons, too, of to consider uh, bringing at least wild-caught fish into your diet um, for optimal health, um, for our brain, for inflammation levels, and for food variety, too. Um, and so that's that's the uh, that's kind of the, the flexibility of a ketotarian way of eating. But there are some people that are just going to prefer or because of some reason stick with being vegetarian and vegan, and they can completely do that that in ketogenic way. But to answer your question specifically, um, the plant-based fats, um, fats in general are calorically dense. So you actually don't need that much of them to feel full. Um, And those are going to be olives and olive oil, avocados, avocado oil, nuts and seeds. That's the the plant-based fats and coconut oil and all the derivatives of (laughs) the amazing things that you can get from a coconut. And then to the vegetarian options, we bring in eggs like pasture-raised organic eggs and ghee, clarified butter. And then obviously the pescatarian options is the wild-caught fish and that kind of stuff. So you have really a strong amount of plant-based and vegetarian fats for people to do that. Um, And that's just the fats. And then obviously all the non-starchy vegetables and uh, to kind of bring in the fiber and more plant-based foods into your life. 
And I show in the book is that uh, the fiber content actually decreases blood sugar uh, and actually satiates you and curbs appetite um, in something called intestinal gluconeogenesis. And it's different than hepatic gluconeogenesis where you can get a blood sugar spike from let's say eating too much protein is that the fiber content from non-starchy vegetables tends to have sort of a blood sugar lowering effect and it feeds a healthy microbiome which our microbiome, all the bacteria in our gut then make short chain fatty acids, which then one of those short chain fatty acids is called butyrate. Um, and butyrate is like, like the metabolic cousin to beta hydroxybutyrate and our gut makes it naturally from plant foods. And butyrate the, in our gut has the same health benefits as beta hydroxybutyrate, the ketone. So it provides fuel, it brings inflammation levels down and it provides energy for our body. So that's sort of the, the ethos of ketotarian. And you didn't talk about it, but you you mentioned it in so many words, and, and you're consuming enormous amounts of micronutrients that your body so desperately needs that it would would miss if you're just eating meat and just uh, fats all day. Exactly. Yeah. So it's phytonutrient rich, which again is great for from an antioxidant standpoint. It's good for bringing in. Um, uh, inflammation levels down on that level, absolutely. So it's a nutrient-dense diet and a phytonutrient-dense diet specifically. Uh, now, you, you didn't bring up a, any other pasture-raised meats. Is this is this plan essentially uh, fi fish-based, like pescatarian? There's no – because I'm a big fan of butcher box and U.S. wellness meats. Are, uh, on this yeah. plan, are we staying away from you know grass-fed beef and, and pastured pork and organic chicken and, su and the such? Yeah, so I love Butcher Box too. So I, this is for eight weeks. We are going to do a plant-based ketogenic diet. Um, and again, some people they just prefer not eating lots of meat. And then there's a lot of people in the keto world that need to kind of shift this way and recalibrate some of the food choices they're having. So it's kind of a recentering for the person that wants to get into keto in a healthy way, or somebody in the plant-based or the keto world that needs to recalibrate. Um, ketosis in a healthy way and then do that for eight weeks because a lot of people in the plant-based world most of them are not going to be fat adapted they're not going to be in ketosis so do this for eight weeks and then if somebody's already fat adapted they're eating ketogenic diet then do this plant-based keto for eight weeks and then from there we make some customization so people can bring in red meat if they want to, like grass-fed beef, which I think is a great food for people to bring in, um, but it's not the center of their diet. It's not everything they're eating all day long. I think there still can be plant-centric and still keto and bring in the red meat you know, once, twice a week if they want to do that. Um, and then the um, for the person that is just, maybe they want to increase their carbs a little bit. They can cycle keto. They don't have to be in ketosis all the time, even though some people benefit from being in keto ketosis long term. There's a lightness and grace based way of eating, I think, a ketogenic diet for the everyday American. They don't have to be in ketosis all the time. And then after that eight weeks, they've built that metabolic flexibility. They're more of a fat burner. And then they can moderate their carbs if they want to some days and then go back in ketosis. There's this uh, flexibility where we can be flexible with macros and moderate our carbs or we can be flexible with uh, bringing in uh, grass-fed beef as, as well. 
Yeah, th- I mean, that's how I live my life, and I'm happy to see that it's in written form now. To me, this is ve- very, very exciting. Very exciting. Thank you. Uh, you've talked about infl- inflammation quite a bit, and I also know that you know, you're know you an expert in dealing with autoimmune conditions. Is this talked about a lot in the book? Is this kind of a, is this a central fe- feature in this book in some way? Oh, absolutely. So it's running through the whole core of the book. Um, it's like the inflammation spectrum and educating people about that and the rise of autoimmune conditions and then the benefits of a plant-based ketogenic book in dealing with inflammation and the impact that ketones and lowering carbohydrates can have on attenuating and lowering uh, inflammation is a huge facet of why I even wrote the book is because these are the people I hang out with or people with these health problems, with these inflammatory and autoimmune issues, and then giving them a tool, maybe somebody that's not my patient, but is reading the book, you know, across the world or, you know, in some remote place of of the country. And they're like, whoa, I can do this with my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, And obviously we not necessarily all those three meals because we talk about intermittent fasting and the benefits of intermittent fasting and how that could be another way to increase ketosis and increase autophagy or cellular repair. So yeah, it's definitely um, the heart of the book is using this way of eating to uh, help with inflammation. It's actually on the, it's the subtitle is to help with, I mean, it's a longer subtitle, but one of that is to calm inflammation. Right. right. Now, and, and within the book, what other you, – so you're out, you outline eight-week plans or 12-week plans and you have recipes and all those sorts of things in the book as well? Yeah. So the book is half health, like cool health facts and science, but it's easily understood. I, I'm, I'm used to like um, taking the sort of deep science and make, making it – easy to understand for patients. So that's what the first half of the book is. And then the second half of the book are like pretty pictures and recipes and meal plans and all of these uh, like resources for people to bring into their life. Excellent. Excellent. Is there, is there a full blown cookbook in the works? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this basically is a cookbook. I mean, half of it is a cookbook. It's, it is half health and half uh, cookbook, but yeah, Definitely. I think it could be a, a there could be a full cookbook um, after this. Um, but there's definitely there's over 80 recipes oh, in this wow. book alone. So it's it's pretty much a cookbook right now. Uh, I want to I want to circle back and get a little nerdy for one second, because you mentioned something that I never heard about. and It's been sticking in my head since you brought it up. <clears throat> you talked about hepatogluconeogenesis, where, you know, you, you take two, you know, basically take protein and you could turn it into a carbohydrate for fuel. Um, but then you mentioned intestinal gluconeogenesis. Can you just make that distinction again? Because that's the first time I'm ever hearing this. Yeah. So there's some studies done on this, um, which I wanted to include in the book, basically to show the keto world. Hey, look, for most people, unless they're severely insulin resistant, um, and even then, I still would say that they should be eating these plant foods and they shouldn't be avoiding them. They just have to be dealing with these underlying insulin resistance in the longer term. But basically, intestinal gluconeogenesis or making sugar in the intestines is um, actually has a net uh, lowering effect on blood sugar. So it's a way that our body naturally provides itself with glucose because our brain still needs glucose. It's going to burn ketones. 
but on a secondary level, not a primary. The primary fuel will be ketones, but a secondary fuel will still be glucose. And our body naturally makes it. That's why there's no essential carbohydrates. Our body does this naturally. And it can naturally make it in the intestines, in the gastrointestinal system. So, And that's through... Uh, fiber through eating plant foods primarily, and it's going to break down these um, the fiber into uh, the glucose that your body needs um, for fuel. Interesting, fascinating. Thank you. Is there is yeah. there anything else in the book that you'd like to highlight? Talk about something that our audience needs to know. Yeah, I think in general, it's that you don't have to eat like a rabbit to be plant-based. Um, you don't have to eat like a rabbit to be healthy. Um, there's a lot of really satiating recipes in the book, filling recipes where you're like, well, am I eating just plants? I'm just eating plant-based to, um, to be filled up and to feel like full and feel like you had a good meal. Um, so I really wanted to get that across. And that's mainly due to the healthy fats. Uh, and then obviously how you prepare it and all the herbs and spices and make, making it, you know, taste good and look good and all of that stuff. But I mean, just that's why a ketogenic diet is sustainable for people. Um, and, you know, that's people that don't aren't fat adapted. Look at that and say, well, it's not sustainable. And that's one of the, the critiques that a keto diet gets. But if you actually look at the research, there's a researcher in Indiana. I don't know his name, but we had him on our podcast on keto talk and he uh looked at the retention rate long term it was in the 90 percent of people that are just everyday people maintaining this diet long term was really high way higher than other diets um and, and the main reason for that is that your appetite is curbed you're not hangry anymore you're not irritable because that's only can last so long as people are good at a few weeks of this or that but it's like then they give in to their cravings um, it's unsustainable. But when someone's fat adapted, there's a natural uh, satiating benefit and their appetite is curbed so they're not having this these cravings anymore. That makes this way of eating very sustainable and very filling. Um, and that is, I think, something that I want to get across for people that maybe aren't familiar with a ketogenic diet. Wow, that's unbelievable. Um, I'm excited. I have it in I have the book pre-order. Very much so. Looking, very much so. Looking forward to getting Thanks. it in my hands. Uh, I asked you this Thank question you. Awesome. Uh, the last time we spoke, and I'm going to ask it again. Uh, and I ask every interview this question: What is your routine or basic routine from waking to going to sleep? Okay, so it may have changed since. We talked last. I don't yeah. remember exactly what I said, but I am a creature of habit, so it probably hasn't changed too much. Too much. But um, I wake up in the morning. You want me to take you through the whole day, right? Yeah, please. What I do? All right, sure. cool. So this is going to be. So I wake up in the morning, and I have like a, a moment of of gratitude and just in prayer of just thanking God for the day and. Hey, look, this is going to be the seed of my day. I want this to be a positive start. And then I let my dogs out. And I'm normally am, I'm fasting in the morning. So um, I will only have, I typically will have a Four Sigmatic um, mushroom coffee. It has chaga in it and I think reishi. It's another um, mushroom 
um, adaptogenic mushroom in a coffee blend. So I have that in the morning and then I'll have water and I will fast in the morning. Uh, and then I'm hitting the ground running. Once I get into my clinic, about 90% of my patients are online. So I'm standing at my standing desk, Skyping and FaceTiming and, you know, all the different webcam interfaces with patients. And then at lunch, I am, I'll eat my lunch, which is typically like a ketotarian type meal. Uh, and then I will see patients for the rest of the day. It's pretty boring because I'm just in my office, like consulting people on my laptop. And then I go home and I hang out with my kids and we have a dinner together and all of that stuff. So it's very boring, <laughs> but I love what I do. And it, it's not boring for me, but it's maybe boring to, to talk about it when, when you just lay it all out there like that. I love Four, Four Sigmatic too. We've had uh, Taro on the podcast. Oh, twice. cool. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. We just got to hang out last week and great stuff, Four Sigmatic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's great. Listen, uh, give, our, give our audience, uh, let us know again when the book is coming out. And uh, I mean, most people get their books on Amazon, so we'll have the Amazon links. But when is it yeah. coming out again? comes out August 28th. It's on pre-order now. All the links are on drwillcole.com too. Um, there's a ketotarian page at drwillcole.com with extra like assets and cool like swags uh, for you to check out too. Cool. When we're done with the interview, uh, Doc, hang on. I got one more question to ask uh, of you. Uh, but thank you very, very much. The link to the book will be in the show notes and on our website at the Listen Now tab. My name is Dr. Noah DeCoyer, your co-host, and you are listening to the Beyond Your Wildest Genes podcast. If you like what you've heard today, please share this with your friends and family and encourage them to subscribe on iTunes. Better yet, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating. It helps us help more people get this information. You can sign up for our incredible weekly email at www.beyondyourwildestgenes.com. Thank you. And as my oldest son, Hayden, says, be awesome and never unawesome. It's Dr. Noah, and I'm back. I suspect you loved listening to this week's podcast release. Our book of the month is Dr. Kellyanne's Cleanse and Reset. Detoxify, nourish, and restore your body for sustained weight loss in just five days. Dr. Kellyanne Petrucci has been a longtime friend of Beyond Your Wildest Genes. Check out our newest book. The link to purchase will be in all our emails, social media, and the show notes. Our product of the month is Magic Spoon. In my interweb travels, I noticed a company called Magic Spoon, marketed as the world's first low-carb, high-protein, keto-friendly breakfast cereal. So I decided to try it. I bought the variety pack with flavors blueberry, cocoa, frosted, and fruity. They come in adventure time looking like boxes, and we tried them, and I have to tell you, they are awesome. Absolutely delicious, and the cereal never gets soggy. My kids love it too. Definitely a repeat purchase for me. I know you all are looking for a better option than Frosted Flakes, and this could be one for sure. For those of you who are curious, a serving of Magic Spoon has 12 grams of protein and only 3 net carbs, while Frosted Flakes has 2 grams of protein and 20 grams of net carbs. It is sweetened by a unique blend of allulose, monk fruit, and stevia. And they just released mini boxes, great for travel. To support our patient's immune system, we bundled together three of our top sellers that are chock full of research-based immune-boosting nutraceuticals and botanicals. The immune system support bundle includes one bottle of immune boost, one bottle of stress rebalancer, and one bottle of vitamin D3 boost. 
The normal price for these three supplements in total is $155. For the month of April, we are extending our 15% off and free shipping, making the total cost $131.75. You can pick this up in the office or if you're, lo in, if you're local, or we can send and ship it to you. This includes vitamin D3, maitake, echinacea, glutathione, vitamin A, adaptogens, minerals, and so much more to supercharge your immune system. Recently, we've done a multitude of live streams on this product, and the first podcast of the month for April will be solely dedicated to this bundle, so stay tuned. If you have any questions or comments, please never hesitate to reach out to us. Thank you, and be awesome and never unawesome.